Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. I would like to welcome you to the Straight Out The Den podcast. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander. Uh, Lander is the world's first um, intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastery service. Um, hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at Straight Out The Den. I would like to welcome you to the Straight Out The Den podcast. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander. Uh, based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So, you know, um, just for being a listener to this podcast uh, right now, since you're listening and, and you're attentive and you've downloaded this thing, uh, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d uh for straight out the den and we're going to give you uh two free mp3s just to try it out um test it see how you like it and see if you can navigate it and um see if it works for you uh the mastering process as you guys heard me talk about over and over it's one of the most important processes in music and a lot of times it's skipped because people think that uh i don't really need it well honestly you're wrong you definitely need mastering and, and why not try it out just for being a listener you're a supporter of the podcast so hey we want to give this to you and the cool thing is you guys actually going there checking out lender helps us continue to, to bring this podcast to you for free so uh, why not help us out it's a win-win-win for everybody so go to lender.com that's l-a-n-d-r dot com slash promo slash s-o-d-d um very simple process once you go there you can really figure it out on your own you don't even really need me to explain it um just in case you guys didn't hear that link it will be in the show notes you can click the link and go there and everything will be fine but um yeah man welcome to the podcast this week you know another week um a lot of dope things happen um you guys have been enjoying the conversation so you know the feedback that i've been getting um last week we did try something kind of different where we um took a lot of questions off of Periscope. Um, and you know, it, it, it worked out great. You know, we, we, uh, took those questions and really just got an opportunity to, um, interact with you guys. And that's one thing that I love doing. Like I told you guys before, um, I don't want this podcast to be something that I'm just kind of sitting back and giving you guys information and you're just listening. I want to know exactly what you're thinking about. I want to know, um, what do you like? What do you don't like? You know, um, was that podcast helpful? You know, what, what about it was helpful? Um, what about it wasn't helpful at all? You know, what could I have left out? All of that stuff is great because at the end of the day, the ultimate goal, the reason why I have this platform is to really be a voice for the underground. And the only way to do that is to truly give you guys the right information. And so I want to make sure that all the content that I'm giving you is something that you can actually use and that you are using. You know, whenever you use something that you heard in the podcast, by all means, let me know. Tell me, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that, you know, this thing, we're being transparent with one another. Um, and so the only way to do that is by putting it out there. If you guys have a question that you want to ask me, by all means, ask me that question. Um, this week, uh, we had we did something um, kind of for anybody that's been listening to the podcast for, for over a year now. You guys um, have stressed to me that you love when we do the interviews um, and you love when we sit down and have that long form conversation um, with different artists. And this week we we had that conversation, uh, a very dope conversation with an artist by the name of JB um, out of Oklahoma City. Um, he actually, excuse me, Emmy Award winning um, JB. Um, and this guy, he, he came in and, you know, he was in town in Atlanta um, for, for a couple of days, man. And we just really got 
as everything that I had afforded to give him, I made sure that he, you know, he felt comfortable while he was in here in the city. And one of those things was this podcast. So, you know, we sat down and had a dope conversation over an hour. Um, and, and he really laid down the foundation for everything for an indie artist. He's a self-managed artist. Um, and, and like I said, he's an Emmy award winning artist, number one. And, you know, he gave us a lot of insight on, you know, how how to really, you know, manage yourself and, you know, how to get out here and, and really season the moment and and um, gave a great story about uh, Sway in the Morning and, and how he pretty much got a call or email at the last minute, like on a Friday. I mean, excuse me, on a Thursday. And he had to be in New York on a Friday. And anybody that, you know, has somewhat of some um, geographical sense know that Oklahoma City and New York City are not close at all. And so um, he basically had a day's notice to get to New York to be on, on Sway in the morning, and he made it happen. So, you know, uh, uh, great testimonies and, and just great insight. Um, from JB, and I think it's it's a very dope conversation to have. So, uh, for for you old heads that that's been rocking with the Straight Out to Den podcast for a while, you guys will um, enjoy this. This this is one of those classic episodes that we've had. Um, and guess what? We did bring back vinyl conversations. So, and it was a dope vinyl conversation that that. So, I think you guys will truly enjoy this. This one um, was was a true gem, and um, you know. Other than that, I, you know, I'm going to see if we had any questions. Um, I don't think we had anything, anybody sent anything um, just right off top. But, um, yeah, you know, other than that, I, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm going to let you guys enjoy the interview um, here with uh, JB from Oklahoma City, Emmy Award winning JB. So, uh, you know the drill, sit back, relax and listen. Hey, what's going on, people? Man, it's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out The Den podcast. Uh, today, man, we got a very special guest in the building. Um, this dude here, man, we 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 actually, man, I can't, what was like maybe two two years ago, I think we did the interview? Yeah, something, something like that. that. It was a while ago, man, and, um, you know, he hit me up a couple of months ago. I was like, man, look, man, I'm going to be in Atlanta, man. Um, you know, got my run going on a tour, and, um, you know, let's 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 try to work something out man and so you know long story short uh we did that uh he came and rocked out um at pag lounge man put on a dope performance and um you know now we we on the straight out the damn podcast man so without further ado help me welcome the homie jb to the show how you doing bro i'm doing good bro thanks for having me hey man no problem man so you know like i was telling you on the ride over here man it's like you know i i shifted the focus of the podcast man and the stuff that we were talking about in the car was just like great conversation and you know i want to make sure that we save some of that you know so we can give to the people but you know we were having that conversation about just um you know being a true indie artist and, and like sustaining careers and and, and the stuff that you really got to go through and, and you know we also mentioned that management conversation like being self-managed and, mm -hmm. and you know doing things yourself so you know while we got you here on the program man just kind of you know relate that story to the people like you said that you've been um doing this self I, well i guess like going without any job since what 2013 2013 2013 yeah. so for you that journey man like you know what what started that what what even put you in a position to say like man you know something i got to get out here and do this you know full time on my own um, really it was cause I was, I, I, it wasn't like I just, I, something I just had to do. Like I was just like, I'm just, I'm just go for it really. Um, what happened was is cause before that I had decided to just kind of, I, my, my plan was to just chill on rap, yeah. you know, um, and just focus on my life and my family, like still do music, 
and still rap and do shows, but like not be in the fight, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and I was just, just kind of just felt like I was beat up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, a few things happened, which are, which are really cool when things like that happen, is um, I feel like it's just God will like show you, you know, things that you didn't see before. And um, I think the first thing that kind of like, because I felt like nobody was listening. And the first thing that kind of, you know, caught my attention was um, was Chuck D. And what what happened was uh, Chuck D, you know, got a hold of one of my songs and, you know, tweeted about, you know, how my music could change the world and tweeted about, you know, how, you know, I was smart from Oklahoma City that, you know, you a place you never would think of, you know, and he liked it, you know, and... Um, and I just, uh, I just, it just really just took me back and it helped me realize like people are listening, you know, mm -hmm. not just people, but somebody like Chuck D who we, who we, as you know, artists, we love and respect and, you know, I honor him, you know what I'm saying? So that happened and, um, I ended up getting on, on a little, a, a short leg of the Run the Jewels tour. Yeah. And, um, my DJ is from Arizona and. At the time, uh, Mercer's personal assistant was friends with my DJ, and so, um, so what happened? So he went on a couple dates with us, Mercer's assistant, and he was like, "Man, I get, I hook you up with Merce, like you know what I mean, like you know you dope, whatever." And so um, I got linked up with Merce, and you know he took me on tour, and you know helped me a lot of stuff, and was just you know just showing me around and. You know, I would go out to LA with him for a few days, and just do stuff. So at that point, it's like, man, like, I just couldn't go back to work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I had, I, I had just, I had using all my, I, I couldn't call in no more. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just never went back. Actually, I did go back after I got, I, I went back like probably like three weeks after being gone, and I just went back like I never, like I never left. You see what happened? <laughs> and um. How how was my that? my car yeah. key didn't you know how to give like the little car yeah, thing yeah, 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 it didn't yeah. work and stuff like that so oh they didn't I, let you yeah go so that they, they yeah you know what I mean so um it was just over you know what I'm saying and uh, I didn't try to get another job I just said I just said because I I worked um my, my I think my shift was like uh, eleven to seven mm -hmm. and so I I from that day forward from eleven to seven I did everything I everything I could to make music my job. You know what I'm saying? So my my normal hours I would be working for somebody else. I was using the work for myself. If yeah. that makes sense. So and, and, and you know that what what did you do before um I worked at uh Hertz Car Rental. Okay. And and so, you know, it, it's that thing you said something so important just then was like, man, you know, when you decided to go out and do this on your own, you treated it the same way. So it was like, okay, if I was going to normally be at work from 11 to 7, mm -hmm. then I'm going to be working for myself from 11 to 7. Right. And I think that, that part of the whole story is, is the, the important part because that important piece, because what typically happens is that people say they want to do, you know, work for themselves. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that they do is like when they leave that job, they kind of relax. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They think like, oh man, like, I don't have to work this job. It's kind of, I can just chill and, you know, Everything yeah. else was kind of working. It's like, no, nah, bro, you really got to treat this thing like, like it's like it's a job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
for you so like like I said you you leaving this thing here and and you got things going and and you're like okay my job I'm done with this I'm treating this thing like 11 to 7 and you're getting out and you're doing you know the shows that you got to do mm-hmm. and you're getting out and you're doing um you know getting out on the road what was that first taste um of the road that really showed you like man like I really can do this this is not not a hobby anymore like I really can make this into a career um, it had it had probably was was whenever um, whenever um, I had my album release show. Okay. And I had my and people usually have their album release shows in their home city, but um, I had my album release show in New York mm. at a venue called Pianos, and my a homie of mine named uh, Coach Shadills helped me hook, help hook that up, and you know Merz came through and through and hosted, and um, you know and that that same week i had dropped you know um some singles and stuff and you know got some got some love you know through press and stuff like that and the the show turned out to be really dope you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i had a lot of my homies from new york uh rock the show and you know with me and whatnot and you know people were coming up to me like you know what i'm saying i was i was really i like i i, I had a album release show in new york city yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Oklahoma City. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know, I like, where I'm from, like, cats don't even leave their block. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me to to have the most important show for my album in a place like New York City was huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was, and it was, it was, it, and it was a big show. And it just showed me, like, you know, um, I got to keep going. I got to do this. And, you know, and people were, man, like, you, like, you next, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. you that dude. And, you know, and, and you know what I mean? Like, I, people, you know what I'm saying, telling me who I remind them of and stuff like that. I'm just like, you know, it just, it, it was just one of, the, one of those things where you just can't, you can't, um, you can't let, you can't let those, let those gifts and those, um, those passions go to waste. It's one thing if I'm doing music for me. But I got to the point to where I felt like maybe maybe this maybe I'm not doing music for me. Mm. Maybe I'm doing music for you. You know what I'm saying? For for whoever, you know, sees something in me and hears something that I don't see and I don't hear. Maybe it's for them. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for that reason I can't be selfish and I can't be lazy and I can't, you know, be done because, you know, there there is something that I'm gonna say or do that might touch and you know and affect somebody and it might be the catalyst to their life like many were for me you know what i mean like whenever i would hear different people and i would see different performers and stuff like that and it would affect me and change me you know what i mean and um and give me motivation and inspiration to keep going so you know being from a place like oklahoma city man and and you know you said you even said in your lyrics how it's like you know when you think of Oklahoma City, I know I'm misquoting you like crazy, but you know you're only thinking like basketball, KD. Yeah, no doubt. Uh-huh. And so, for you, like kind of being that almost like that flagship artist for the city, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you right. feel that that type of pressure? Um, I do whenever I'm not at home, mm. but when I'm at home, there's so many rappers and like, you know, everybody feels like they like they that dude. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, I don't feel it there. Like people tell me there, but you know, I don't feel it there because. Um, you know, there's a lot of rappers and and people doing doing great things. But whenever I'm out of town, and I feel like I probably um, I'm one of the one of the ones that do, you know, get the chance to actually tour and and travel, and I get you know brought out 
to different cities and stuff to perform and stuff like that. So whenever I'm gone and people are like, yo, that's that's you know what I mean, I I do feel like that. And, you know, and um I feel like it's a responsibility, not only for me and myself, but for everybody that I represent and everybody that, you know, is at home and and trying to get to the place where I am and further. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean it's it's definitely um you know, a good look, but for me, it's more of a responsibility than anything else to to represent and um, and just you know represent my people right and and you know and be um, be the best you know MC from Oklahoma I can be and you know help I guess like open the door for other cats to come you know behind me because I I really feel like as far as um, Oklahoma's concerned you know we will have a day I feel like we will have a day. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'll see the promised land, you know what I'm saying? But I know that whenever, whoever that is that does, I feel like that person can say, you know, man, you know, but JB, like, you know, he helped, you know what I'm saying, kicking the door, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and for me, that's good enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like as far as, you know, my dreams and stuff like that, I've done a whole lot. So, um, you know, if I don't see the promised land, I, you know what I mean? Like, like, I definitely, you know, feel like I had I had a cool role in it. You know what I mean? It's it's like um when you say it like that, it's kind of like um trying to think of those artists, man. Like maybe um for for like Atlanta, those artists that early on kind of paved the way. Even yeah. I mean, you can say Goody Mob if you want to. You can say Outkast, even though like now they're at that point where everybody know who knows they who are. they are. Yeah. But you know, it was a time when they was kind of coming out trying to do something different. And My people, bad. no, it's all good. And people didn't, um, people didn't really know them on a national level. You know what I'm saying? And like now, you know, it's, I, I think Goody Mob is probably the best example because like the South know Goody Mob and I think they're known nationally, but you know, yeah. the, the majority of the people now know CeeLo Green, you know what I mean? And they're like, well, right. who is, why is CeeLo doing this, this, this album the, with, with these other dudes? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, no, that's Goody Mob. You know what I mean? So you know, you I, I love that hearing that you you know, even if you don't kind of you know quote unquote make it to the promised land, you will be known as that artist that paved the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that's the important part. Um, I do want to get back on the the, the whole self management, and um, because we've been going through this whole series with management, and um, you know, getting the insight from different from artists, you know, perspectives and things like that, and I think it's you know it's, it's good information for people to hear. But, you know, we were talking in the car and it was like, man, like, do I need a manager right now? Like, right. why, you know, in your opinion, why don't you need a manager at this point? Um, I just feel like, you know, there are so many things that that need to be done that um, that I can do myself. Mm. And I feel like when you get to the point where you need a manager, then there should be a career that needs to be managed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have people that help me, and there are different roles they play as far as, you know, um, that could be considered management roles. But if you ask either, any of them, they'll tell you that I manage myself. Hmm. And um, I think that, you know, a lot of times as musicians and as artists and as rappers and whatnot, we get caught up in um, 
the industry and what we see on TV and stuff like that. And we think that a manager means that you're on or that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, of course, I, I, I would love the day when I could just sit back and focus on music. You know what I mean? And everything else is taken care of. All I got to do is be creative. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even to this day, for those people that do help me with different things, you know, I'm, I'm blowing their phones up going, you know, um, what about this? What about this? What about this? But, you know, because my career is where it is, I can't, I can't blow somebody's phone up and go, me, 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 mm -hmm. because they have their own life as well. Yeah. And my career isn't at a point to where they can um, drop what they're doing and focus on me because I can't pay them like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it would be unfair for me to say, be my manager and I need this and I need that whenever um, my career isn't to the point to where, <clears throat> to where I feel like a manager is necessarily a necessity but um, more of a um, a convenience, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people just want somebody to, you know, book them shows or, you know, get them this and get them that, and you know what I mean? And that's and really, you know, sometimes those aren't even things that managers do. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like another job for somebody. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it's like for instance, somebody's like, well, um, I need a show. I'm, you know, like friend, you know, let's just use a a random rapper in mm -hmm. Oklahoma City. And I'm, you know, and I'm putting together a show, and I'm like, "Yo, um, you trying to be on the show?" They're like, "Get a hold of my manager." I'm like, "I'm like, well, first of all, um, you don't have any music out. I'm just trying to, you know, you the homie, so I'm trying to, yeah. you know, do what I can for you, you know, yes or no." And and a lot of times we we think that manager means um, that you know they're that's i'm taking care of my business yeah and, and you're you're missing out on business sometimes you know absolutely and um or somebody might say well i'm trying to i'm trying to give me a manager so i get this tour booked and it's like well if you want to if you want a tour booked you see a booking agent not a manager you know what yeah. i'm saying and yeah. it's like we but we don't we don't people don't think like that they think that because you know on tv you know rapper a had a manager and mm -hmm. um um, you know what I mean, and it looked like this. Then you know, or you know, I was at a show and and the manager was walking around doing this and doing that, and that means that I need that guy. I need a guy like that. Mm -hmm. But you don't have a career like that yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And those opportunities aren't going to be there until you get a career like that. And I just feel like for me, I want to build. I want to build a career to where uh, I actually have a career to manage. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, my, my lifestyle is a whole lot more complex than a lot of rappers that I know. And I do a whole lot more than a lot of rappers I know, you know, from where I'm from. But there are, there are a lot of rappers that, that, you know, don't do anything that have managers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know, and 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 it's a, it's a waste of time, you know. And it's it's unfortunate for the person that's managing them because they don't even have that sense not to know, like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm almost, like, wasting my time. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, and, and just if we want to throw like the financials out there, it's like, are you willing to give up twenty to thirty percent exactly of your grossable income when you're not really making, making any income? Right, exactly. Like, so you know, I, I feel you, and, and it's like when my, my whole thing is when people approach me about you know, man, I need to help me find a manager and stuff like that. It's like, well, 
first thing I ask, what are you doing with your time? Right. You know what I mean? Good, and, good question. And, and if your time consists of which, and I think this is something that should be at any initial meeting. If, if you take a meeting with a manager, a manager should ask you, you know, what, well, what is your typical day look like? Honestly. Exactly. And, uh, and account for every hour. And if you can't account for every hour, including your sleep, then, well, bro, you might need to X out some of this extracurricular exactly. activities that you're doing, you know what I mean? And kind of folk help that to use that to focus on, you know, actually self-managing yourself. And that's the thing. People want people and, you know, I'm like, when I say people, I mean rappers, they want to sit up and, you know, play Xbox and, you know, smoke weed all day and throw on a beat every mm-hmm. now and then, you know, um, and that's a, that's their rap career. Yeah. You know, and you know, I, all I do is rap. No, you know, all you, all you do is you're you just be a bum. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, and that's 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 the honest to god truth. And I just feel like to for for a lifestyle like that, um, and try to have a someone manage it is is um. Like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a disrespect mm. for someone who is actually out working every day and him seeing and actually doing everything in their power to um, achieve their goals and work towards their music career. You know what I mean? Like why sit up and be on Xbox and playing Madden when you can be in front of a computer networking and, um, and, you know, researching and doing things like that to help further your career. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do it itself. And people think that you know music is you know all about. Well, I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, it's no, like no. there's a lot of hot people. You know what I'm saying? Like I know. I know. I can go to McDonald's and find a, a hot rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Today, and he'll be the hottest person in the world if given the opportunity. But you know what I'm saying? Like without without work and without you know um, actually like doing more than just rap, mm-hmm. it won't it won't make, it won't matter. It, won't, it You know what I'm saying? Doesn't it won't it won't go anywhere. Absolutely, man. Like, you know, I'm a fan of learning something every day. Right. So, you know, even even like this is going on, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a couple of years now. It's going on three years for the uh, the site itself. And I'm always looking to see how how to improve. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I'm I'm quick to go on Google, type in something and say, like, okay, um, how can I get this done or how can this, you know, do better, or, you know, doing all, all exactly. these different types of research. Yes. And, you know, I think that's one of those tools that is almost like a, a lost art. Yeah. You know, we, we're in the Internet age where it's the Internet is a gift and a curse. Like the mm-hmm. gift part. Yes. The world can hear your music. The, the 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 curse is that, you know, everyone you think everyone can hear your music. So you don't try as hard. You just literally. Well, not only that. Yeah, they think everybody needs to hear the music. Everybody mm. wants to hear the music. Absolutely. And the the fact of the matter is, nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and it's people people think just because they they rap that they're a star. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, you know, what I mean, like that's like, like no, like people actually, you know, work and develop and you know they become stars. Yeah. You just because you decide you're you're a rapper. And your friends and your family love what you do. That doesn't make you a star to me or anybody else. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, makes you a star yeah. to them. You know, that, is, that doesn't make the whole world need to hear your music. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I just feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're so, like, spoiled and, like, and misguided when it comes to, you know, actually working and, 
and doing what we can to um, to really build a real music career because you know music should be I feel like music music should be DIY do it yourself you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and I feel like you know um, you know if it's art then nobody should compromise your artistic integrity with anything and whenever we allow other people to be in charge of it and that then they have the, the then we give them the opportunity to have a say so you know what i'm saying and when you do it yourself and it's all on you then only you have a say so you know what i mean and whenever whenever we feel like well all i do is get on you know what i'm saying or all i gotta do is do this do that we're, we're we're allowing ourselves to be lazy and have somebody else do it for us you know what i'm saying yeah instead I- instead of just grinding and, and working at it ourselves you know, I want to. You said something, um, and I want to actually pose that question and get your insight on it. Like, how do you get people to care about your music? Um, the I think the first way is to be honest and um, to also have a story to tell, but and be relatable. But I think that what people lose sight of, or what rappers lose sight of, is that. Um, is that there are a lot of rappers. Not just a lot. I mean, like, everybody raps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, I know. like, I rapped in high school. I rapped in middle school. You know what I'm saying? There were people in middle school and high school that, that I knew that hated rap music, mm-hmm. but rap now. You know what I'm saying? They hated it back then, but they rap now, if that makes sense. Yeah. If you understand what the point I'm making. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, so everybody does it. So I think that um, it comes with, I don't know, man, that's that's a really good question because I still feel like, you know, people don't care. But I think that in order to make somebody care, you have to be somebody who is approachable and you can't feel like, oh, I'm a star. You know what I'm saying? And you can't start out, start out your, your, your music career like that to where like because you rap then, you know, people owe me something. You know what I mean? You got to be somebody who's, who's willing to give and willing to um, to share. If you feel like you have a gift, share your gift with people knowing that, you know, they're going to talk about it. They may love it. They may hate it. But, you know, you're sharing it, not, not, um, not, um, not selling, but you're not like... Um, feeling like somebody owes you something for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of rappers just feel like because they rap, then everybody needs to listen to my mixtape. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that's not the case, you know? Yeah. People that- people want to listen to your mixtape whenever they feel like there is something there for them. To listen to. Like, exactly. Like, I, I love what you just said on that too, man. It's like, as a rapper, I mean, not even just as a rapper, but as a business owner in general, like, you are not entitled to anything. Anything. You know, um, what I found in just the, the short time that I've been doing it is like you really got to find your 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 market, like your niche yeah, market, definitely. and serve them. You know, um, we get caught up a lot of times in those in those numbers, and it's like, yeah, having a, a bunch of followers is great. That's cool. You know, having a bunch of likes on the photo, that's that's all cool too. But it's all about are you serving those people that are you know following you or liking you? you right. Know what I mean, it's like if you focus on them like those are the people that's following you yeah so why are you trying to get to a million followers like 
Yeah. Serve that that twenty thousand that yeah, rock with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like find out where they at. You exactly. know, go and see, go and do a show where they at. You know, stop trying to do shows in Canada when you don't have any fans in Canada. Right. When no, like nobody knows who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, I I get that part, man. Um, you know, something that I saw um I saw an interview that you did that was inspiring, dude. It was um the Sway interview, and um, you know, in the interview you was talking about. You know, like man, I had to fly myself out here. You know right. what I mean? It was it was that thing where it was kind of like it was a last minute thing. Like you literally had like just got off the plane and made it up there just in time type type situation. Right. And you know, I heard you tell Sway like, yeah, man, it's like, dude, I got, I knew this is a, a golden opportunity. Right. So I'm gonna take that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And, and try to make the best of it. Um, you know, it, it's so much that's inside of just that that short snippet. I do want to find out like how did that you know, opportunity um, happened. You know what I mean? Like, how were you able to book that? that and the, the, the funny night? thing about that is, is that we filmed that on Thursday, on Friday. Mm-hmm. They emailed me on Thursday and told me to be, they said, be at this address on Friday morning at this time. I live in Oklahoma. Yeah, there's I'm no like, driving. Like, there's, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be able to drive to, yeah. to, to New York. And, um, you know, I just made, like, I just made a split decision. I said, I'm going to be broke when I get home. Yeah. But I've been broke before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just went because I knew, you know, um, it's now or never. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, Lord willing, it'll happen again. But, you know, who knows? What if it doesn't? You know yeah. what I mean? And not only that, like, it's sway in the morning. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, that's, that's it's, a big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just the, like, nobody from my city has ever done anything like that before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just knew it was it was something I had to do, and I just I just sacrificed and I did it, you know. Um, but what happened was is um, they were doing the um, Sway would do the getting the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure if he still does it, but uh, and a lot of my friends were on. I'm like, man, like I know this dude. I'm not. I'm listening to him. Thinking, I know mm-hmm. all these fools. Like how they get on there? So I emailed them, and you know, of course, never got a reply. Well. Excuse me, at South by, I'm at a uh, showcase, and uh, I think it was like a all hip hop joints like that because I remember Scott Hoop being there, Ugh. and uh, <laughs> and so Sway uh, walks in and it's loud, you know, it's loud like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. and I'm just thinking, man, I gotta talk to homie like like you know, but I knew I knew I didn't want to do the whole, yo, I'm Sway. A <laughs> Check me out, cause I, and then it's, you trying to talk over the music, and you know I'm just like, okay, so, um, I, what I did was I took out my phone, mm-hmm. and I went to the notes, I wrote a quick note, I said my name is JB from OKC, Chuck D said this about my music, I want to be on your show, and I slid to him, put it in front of him, and he looked down at it, picked it up, read it. He said, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and I said, I said, you know, what I got to do? He looked at my phone, typed in his email, mm-hmm. and said, email me tomorrow. And I did. Yeah. That's, man, I love hearing stories like that. Because it's, it's like, here's the thing, right? And this is something that my, my wife actually taught me. Was like, you got to learn how to read social cues. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you, you went in that situation knowing, like, you know something? It's way exactly. So I understand. I, I I recognize his presence. I know that he is who he is, and I know that 
he's probably already had 20,000 people. Yeah, they were doing it right there. While I was there, they were doing it. Yeah. So it's like, I realized that. So I don't want to do what they're doing. Yeah. So it's just being creative and thinking on your feet. How can I get his attention and not do what they're doing? Yeah. So it's like, okay, boom. And, and you know, the one thing is, man, that I've learned with all of this stuff is the worst thing that can happen is you say, say no. no. That's it. Yeah. It's like, cool. This is, I'm, there's my shot. I'm going to shoot my shot. This yeah. is it. If it if it go off you know if it go off the backboard then oh well yeah. I, I I took my shot and you know and to do that and it's like you know something and the way that it happened is so discreet that the people around you probably didn't even know didn't what even I was know doing what was going on you know what I'm saying yeah. and that's the dope part about it and and I didn't like, want them to know what I was doing either yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I feel you and it's like you know so how long was that process from shooting the email to saying like you can um, get on the show I uh I that was in South by's in March. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. went in June, I think, okay, or so July. A couple of months. So yeah, so um, I emailed him, and I started emailing his DJ, DJ Wonder, and we were going back and forth, you know, trying to figure out a date and stuff. And he was like, "Well, if something comes up, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're booked up." And so, um, but he said, "Sway, why don't you go on here?" And so I just, I just followed up, you know, and um, out of the blue, he just said. All right, you're on tomorrow. Be here. And I'm just thinking, dang, like tomorrow, like, <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, I didn't want to email back and go, you know, can we do next week? Yeah. You know, I just said, I, because I just like, man, like, they're probably booked up next week. Chances are, if they're if if, if he's wants me to tomorrow, then they're booked up next week. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I said, I just gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. And I just went and did it. That's man, that's so dope, man. It's just like you know, it's almost on that thing too of just being prepared. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like being prepared to go. And, and me, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of preparation. You know what I'm saying? Like being prepared to go, but also just saying like you know something. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Like like sometimes you got to get out there and say like you know something. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like I I I got a few people I know in New York. Yep. Let me get on this plane. Worst case scenario, I get there, do the, do, you know, it's a morning show. I get there, do the morning show, and, you know, I might have to get right back on the plane. You know, like... That's what I did, too. Yeah, it was like, just quick turnaround. Yeah, I got there Thursday night, probably like 11, got up, was at the at the station at like 8, sat in the lobby till about 10, mm. and went in, did the show, left, left about 2, and was on the plane at 3. Yeah, and it's like, man, look, I, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna miss mm-hmm. opportunities just because on some. Oh, uh, you know, it's just like no, dude. Like, just and that's go the for thing. Like nobody's gonna wait for you. Nobody's gonna wait, and nobody a, owes you anything. There's a thousand rappers that would love to ha- would have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would have flown from wherever. Wherever to get on that show at a drop of the dime. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know, I can't be any different. I have to. I have to be just as yeah, just as gung ho for it as as anybody else is because. If that if I don't, they will. Hey, I know you guys are enjoying the program, man, and um, I appreciate you for listening. And uh, but I, I had to take a break to let you guys know about Lender again. Uh, once again, you know, Lender um, is based in Montreal, Canada. They're the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. Um, you know, you guys, you get it by now, right? You heard me talk about them at the top of the program. I, I'm going to talk about them again because they are the, truly the reason why you guys are able to get this podcast every week um, for free. You know, so they're sponsoring the podcast. So, hey, by all means, I'm going to tell you guys about them. So, look, if you're listening to this podcast and you are an artist or, you know, songwriter or producer for that matter, um, you've heard of mastering. And so, look, mastering is that important process that you shouldn't skip. You know, by all means, get that that record mixed properly and, you know, 
the end step, the last step is take it to mastering. You know what I mean? You want to get it mastered before you put on the CD. So look, just for being a listener to this podcast, what we're going to do is um, give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You go there, you're going to get the free trial. It's two free MP3s of your masters. Just a sample, you know, um, just to show you how the, the technology works and, and you know, how efficient it is and, and how great your music will sound after you get it mastered. And and hopefully just from listening to those two MP3s, um, you're going to be prompted to do something else, man, and, and really go ahead and finish doing your full project. You know, um, a lot of artists on any circuit, you're trying to cut corners. Um, and I understand budget cuts and all of that. You got to do what you got to do for the money. But um, Blender is making it affordable for everybody. So you, you get a try, the free trial, check it out. And then after that, you can um, pay for it if you like. And, and it's a very simple process. It's literally a drag and drop process. You get your, um, your your mix and you drag it to their interface and it'll start automatically. You know what I mean? And, and it'll upload it and you can actually preview your, your original um, mix and the mastered version of your mix. And you can even change intensity levels on it, high, mid or, or um, low. Um, and from there, you just click download. They're going to send you an email with a download link and you download it directly from your email. It starts just like that. Very um, So it's a very painless process, but a very necessary process. And hey, why not try it out? Once again, it's lander.com, L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. Uh, go there, get the free trial. And let me know. But uh, we'll get back to the interview with JB, Emmy award winning JB. So that experience I know know was great and and you know really did something for your career too because like you know however you want to put it like being in on a major morning show yeah shade four five that's a that's a national program yeah that's, that's definitely. a bigger than national program but it's like that goes so far you know yeah, what I mean definitely yeah and just growing from that you know moving to you know other decisions that you made in your career man and like um how, how did the uh the MERS was that I know you said earlier on that the relationship um what was it you say your DJ's um, mm -hmm. it was the DJ assistant was that how everything just really solidified and just got that opportunity to um yeah it, I it was just one of those things to where I have I happened to get those dates on the tour with Run the Jewels mm -hmm. And um, at that same time, Merz was, you know, kind of trying to start something up with, with some new people. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy just, you know, liked me and told Merz about me. And Merz, you know, like, I was, I literally was sitting at Hertz and um, sitting at my job. And dude called me and said, I got Merz from three-way. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. And, um, you know, like, I remember opening up for Merz and OKC. Mm -hmm probably like in 05, you know, and just watching him going, man, this dude is like, I don't know if you've ever seen him seen in his live show before. Yeah, yeah, I have. Like, but it's, you know what I'm saying, like, he knows how to perform and put on a show. Mm -hmm. And I remember when Twitter first started, I remember tweeting him and not getting a response. Like, you know what I'm saying, like being one yeah. of those people, you know what I mean? And just to go from that to do saying, All right, I, I got merch on three-way. You know what I mean? Like that's that's man. Those are those 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 moments, man. That you that's this is why yeah. you do it. You know what I mean? Why I do that, it? That that validation to show like man, like everything that I'm doing at this point is starting to you know yeah make sense. You know, and that's why I said man, I just gotta you know keep pushing for a little while yeah. longer. You know, and um because you know I might have felt like nobody was listening or nobody heard me, but you know I definitely feel like God was. You know, yeah, at that yeah. moment. 
I mean, man, that's that's what it's about too, though. It's like you know, I I think that's the hardest part though for a lot of artists is just like at that moment when you're you're thinking like, man, nobody's listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as as dope as you you might be as an artist, and and you know that you got good music, it's like, man, nobody's really listening. And then it's those moments, stuff like that happens, and then it's kind of like that's that that validation all of a sudden. Um, was this also like the same time? Because I I know that the Stephanie record is like. I would, is it is it that's the biggest well yeah Stephanie's probably the biggest the right biggest now single Still, single yeah. wise um and I saw it and, and man dude like trust me when I when I saw because I saw it you know a couple of years ago also and then it was just like the whole concept for the video was like that caught my attention I was like okay this dude he he thinking out of the box mm-hmm. like this is not you don't see that yeah. especially not in hip hop you know yeah. people being like vulnerable moments it's a vulnerable record number yeah. one but it's like. A lot of times artists are, I don't know if they're scared or they're just thinking like, I don't want to show this side of me. Yeah. And, and to have a record like that and, and to put it on display and then in the video and the whole concept, I was like, yeah, this is, uh, you know what I'm saying? This dude here, he gets it. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I know you told that story a thousand times mm-hmm. um, about how you and LP hooked up on the record. Um, and I wouldn't mind hearing that, but I, I more so want to hear about just what that record itself has done, you know, for your music career, as opposed to how you and LP hooked up. Um, you know, that's probably like, well, personally, you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing. Personally, like, it was definitely it definitely fulfilled a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you go to my house from from the time I was probably, I would say, sixteen, seventeen, like. All my walls were like LP, Death Jug, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Company Flow. To this yeah. day, they still are. You know what I mean? Like anything that came out, well, if it was exclusive or autograph, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I was always on it, getting it. Just because um, for, for for me, he was kind of like a, his music was kind of like a shift for me in hip hop because, you know, not that, the, not that from what, like, what I was doing before, what I was doing before was was wrong but it just showed me another side of hip-hop that that makes sense yeah because you know i'm from the hood so like um you know we listen to you know i grew up listening to Pac, mystical a ball mjg spice one y'all like in that that area where it's like you get a mix of everything you get a mix of everything you know what i'm saying so um stuff like that too uh of course like you know nas and you know and woo and stuff like that so but whenever i heard LP's music, I was like, you can do that with rap. You yeah, know what I'm it saying? Through. It definitely cuts through. Yeah. And um, it just changed my whole scope of what the limits were for rappers. Mm-hmm. And and since then, it's just you know, it's just been a blessing just to be able to to talk about it like this. So for for so first off, it was just personally, it was just a dream of mine mm-hmm. that came true. But um, you know, he's such a um, a well-known and well-loved producer that to have a record with him is um is big you know what i mean yeah. not only that but he doesn't do that you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. not something he always does like you know i could probably think of you know maybe 15 or 20 out of the millions of rappers that he's done that for yeah. you know what i mean and just for me to be somebody just some random guy in okc that he looked out for because he liked me um, was just a blessing. So it just helped solidify me as, you know, a legit musician mm-hmm. in 
you know, this independent music industry that I'm in. And it helped, um, it really helped me find my voice in a lot of ways because what happened, what happened was, um, he, he sent me the first beat was, which, which was actually a, um, a beat for a killer Mike for his, uh, rap album. Rapper, yeah, yeah. And it was called big destroyer. And, um, I did that and recorded it, sent it back to him with all the, you know, all the files and stuff and, and whatnot. And then what you hear now is what LP sent me back. Totally different beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like he, like he really, like it just really showed me a lot. Like it showed me how, like, how good he really is. Yeah, like he, yeah, like yeah. if you, I played the original for you. I wish I could. I wish I could probably, probably find. Yeah. I probably can one day and let you hear it. But if I played the original for you, it's like nowhere near what he did to. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I sound like some Rudy Pooh guy. You know what I'm saying? And he, <laughs> and he, he just really like made me sound like a professional. Yeah. And it helped. It helped me realize you know and help show me how to actually you know um record and you know make music mm-hmm. and um so on that end it, it helped a lot but not only that just like with you know anywhere i go now you know people either know uh me from that song or have seen the video or remember it or seen the cartoon character mm-hmm. or something like that you know what i mean and um i was able to get it pressed on vinyl and um I need to get dist- one of those distributed too, through fat through fat beats and yeah, stuff like that. So that. it's just it's just man, it's just been like a um just a blessing on a whole lot of levels, you yeah. know. And a lot of dreams, you know, were made true because of it, you know, and um and I'm just I'm just grateful that he thought I was good enough to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. I mean it's it's always good to get like um that that cosign, but when you get a cosign off of Music, yeah, not like a cosign off of oh, this is the homie, you know yeah, I mean? no it's doubt. Like, like, this guy is you know, world renowned, like, everybody knows who LP yeah. is. Like, I mean, he's a dope producer, you know, dope musician all around. And, and for him to hear something in you and say, like, you know, something, I want to work with this guy, yeah, and like, let's just go from here, let we'll figure it out. Like, but yeah. I want to work with you, and, and you know, and, and to put that out and, and to really, you know, you know, put a, a true stamp on, on your on your career, you know, what I exactly. Mean? Um, the other thing, man, like for those that don't know, uh, you are a Emmy Award winning rapper. Yeah. That's like <laughs> that's a huge accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's not that doesn't happen every day, number one. Right. You know. Um, but you know, um my my wife actually she was like uh JB the guy who performed, you know, at the show. She was actually bartending. Yeah, like, yeah. So she was like, uh, she was like, you say you won an Emmy. I was like, what did you win an Emmy for? And so I, I pulled up the video and played in the video. Uh-huh. And she was like, man, like, dude is like talking about something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, and, and it's like, it's it's great. Number one, that you you win an award for for a record that's actually talking about something. But it's 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 kind of shifting, not hip hop, but like culture true culture forward you know what i'm saying right. like and, and i love it because it's like y'all do science yeah <laughs> don't rap you know what yeah saying? no it's doubt like, yeah yeah it's like you know like like how we were saying man it's like I, I wouldn't wish this rap curse on anybody like you know do something else and you know so kind of give us that 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 story like how did that come about and um how were you put in that position to even you know record that record you know what i mean yeah. like how did everything happen um well i the guy who who filmed the commercial um, and directed it actually did the Stephanie okay. Um, video. Okay. And so whenever that the Science Museum 
um, I guess they were working on a new campaign and they were wanting to get kids like really excited about science. Mm-hmm. And so another friend of mine named Casey Twinner, who um, he's a movie producer and stuff like that. He just had a really big film called Rudderless that was really big. Okay. But um, so um, he had the idea of of do, using rap mm-hmm. and um, he went to Steve, who's actually the guy who did the video and did the Stephanie video. And he goes, well, you know, we can ask JB to do it. And um, I mean, I'm just grateful that they asked me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, because, I mean, Steve is good enough. The guy who, who directed the video mm. is good enough that they could have used anybody. And yeah. just because of how good he is, they probably would have won anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's talented. He's definitely but, talented. Um, but we all sat down and um, we would ju- they would just tell me, what they needed me to say as far mm-hmm. as the names and what, because, you know, I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, like, a lot of that stuff I didn't even know about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm, I remembered some of the names from school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the stuff from school, but um, a lot of it was just, you know, like a refresher course. And some of it was, was just like, dang, I didn't even know that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so they, you know, gave me the names and the things they did. And I just tried to. I wanted to make it to make it rap and rhyme, but I also wanted to make it um, cool and like legit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not because not cheesy and not not corny, but like legit. Like mm-hmm. you know, and um, and you know, I would they would write stuff, I would write stuff, and then we put them together. And, you know, they would write, I was like, this is, I can't say it like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, and, but it just, it just, it was just a, you know, a real good collaborative effort because, you know, they had, they had a lot of the knowledge and a lot of the, um, a lot of the, the facts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just used, you know, just my, I guess my rap ability and my, you know, the skill that I, that I have to, to turn it into a dope rhyme. Yeah. And, um. It was tough. I mean, I, I was working at Hertz still at the time whenever we, we did it. So we did like we did like an actual music video. So I had to go and record it in the studio, and and then we shot it, you know, later on. So I would, I I believe like I worked at like I say eleven to seven. So I would be you know long recording takes it takes oh, forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we would we would meet at the studio like at seven in the morning, eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would record for a few hours, go to work, get get back off. Get off work at seven, go back record like in the morning. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I mean, it was it it was fun. I mean, I look, you know, it was it was really. I just love being in a studio like that. But it was fun, but it was also a lot of work and yeah. you know a lot of redoing. And we would record record the whole thing, listen to it, and go, nah, that's not gonna work. That's and we do it, it yeah. again, you know. So, um, but it was fun, man. And I'm just, I, like I said, I'm just blessed that they asked me to do it and that it worked out, you know. Um, and so we did it and. You know, um, it was just circulating, and people were loving it, and the Science Museum loved it, and uh, they emailed me one day, and they said, we're going to try and submit it to the Emmys, and just see, you know, like... See what happens. See what happens. Yeah. And so, they submitted it, and a few weeks later, we got an email saying it was nominated. I'm thinking, (laughs) dang, that's so crazy, like... I'm an Emmy nominated performer. I'm yeah. an Emmy nominated rapper. Like that like you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. That that doesn't happen. Like, yeah, yeah. 
And so I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm straight. You cool know, like, you're cool with the Yeah, I'm cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just nominated for Emmy. No big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so the, um, the actual award show was coming up, and none of us went just because, like, it was just really expensive. And, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to pay for everything, you know, the table and all that. And I'm like, look, we didn't think we were going to win anyways. We just yeah. had to be nominated. And so, um, and so I went out the night of the awards. I went out, I think, and just hung out with some friends and just kind of celebrated the nomination. Yeah. And we were kind of waiting to see the results. And um, nothing happened. <laughs> and I went home, and uh, I think it was like like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. My my phone did that. Boom. Yeah. Looked looked at it. It's like we won, we won. I was like, dang. I was like, <laughs> I, I was bugging out. You know what I'm saying? That's and like, crazy. And um. You know, I was just just so happy, man, and you know, I just felt like, like, you know, I, I like why me, like you know what I'm saying, like, like just so like so, such cool things were happening at that time, mm-hmm. and I was just like, man, like, like man, like I'm just so blessed, man. Yeah. You know, it's and, those it's like those validation moments, and it's like, yeah. man, like dude, I'm just. I'm just, uh, I just want to be heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like, man, to get the, the accolades like that and like, you know, all it like you said, all this stuff is just kind of happening at the same time. And it's almost like, dang, I, I supposed to be doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no like, doubt. I'm really supposed to be doing this. That, that's dope, man. That's an ill story, man. I was going to, um, you know, like the only thing you got left now, man, go with the gray man, the Oscar, you know, <laughs> right. what, what, is it? what is it? The E-God or something like that? You, you need a Emmy. Uh, Grammy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar and a Tony, a Tony, yeah. Tony. So like, hey, man, you got you got one down, man. Like, <laughs> you already working on the Grammy. So like, go ahead and keep it moving. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like that's dope though, dude. For real, just to have you know you you got that and you yeah. got the, the trophy to yeah. show for it. You know what I mean? Like it's not sometimes for people that know. Sometimes you might win a Grammy and you might not get the Grammy. You'll get yeah. the, the certificate, certificate. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can still put the plaque on the wall, or whatever. But you know, you you got that trophy. Yeah. Right now. Where is it at? But I just wanted to like buy it. Um, it's at my mama's house, I think, right now. Dope, dope. Yeah, I was for a long time. I was taking it everywhere I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And showing everybody, and I, you know, I'll be at, I'll be at, uh, at Denny's eating with my Grammy on the table, <laughs> with my Emmy on the table. You know what I'm saying? And so mom's like, you better keep that in the house because yeah. you might run off with it. You know. Yeah. So. Um, What's that? What's that reaction from from people like when you're out with it, and for the people that know what it is? Because I'm sure there's a, a huge amount of people that's like, "Oh, this guy just has a, a huge trophy, trophy with him." You yeah. know what I mean? Like for those people, what, what's that reaction when somebody sees that and recognizes exactly what? That um, is? like in Oklahoma City, it, if somebody knows, if someone knows, they like they know the word Emmy, mm-hmm. but they're like, "Is that the one with the angel? Is that the one with the you know what I'm saying?" Yeah, okay. So. Gotcha. um so it's always, you know, it's like, like it, when, sometimes when it's there, they'll go, man, what is that? That looks familiar. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's an Emmy, you know. And they're <laughs> like, like what? Real cool and and it's and, just an Emmy. So like that, like having it, having it, having it there in front of me, it definitely like, you know, um, is, you know, huge. And people just go crazy. You want to get pictures with it and stuff like that. But, um, but if I say it, then it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's yeah. cool. And but when like when I'm in LA or when I'm in New York or somewhere, somewhere like that where mm-hmm. those kind of things are huge and yeah. people are like like when I was at Sway, like dudes running around going, This dude has an Emmy. Yeah. He got an <laughs> Emmy. 
But did you have it with you? Oh. I, you know, I'm so stupid because I had it in my backpack. Oh man! And I did not take it out because I was I, I didn't want to be that dude. And I was like, you, yeah, I, I, was, I feel you. But, that, but that's that moment when you was like, hey, what's yeah. up, sweet? <laughs> it never like it like the the conversation never kind of shifted to I got it. You. Yeah, yeah, but you did I, the right thing. I, I had it in my bag that whole time just in case it did, yeah, you yeah. know. But um, I went up there uh, in June. And my homie was, uh, Emilio Sparks was like mm. taking pictures with it and like yeah. walking around like, my man got an Emmy, yo. <laughs> but um, so like, so like when I, when I was in LA, um, I was doing something, I think I was shooting a video in LA a while back and we were at like a real touristy spot mm-hmm. and people were going, man, who, who is that guy? Like, who is he? And the dude was shooting a video and it's like, and we're, you know what I'm saying? We're just some, we're, yeah. we're just some dudes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. They're like, but we're shooting the videos. They're like, who is that dude? And it's like, oh, he's an Emmy Award winner. And they're like, for real? Can we get a picture with you? You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, because you're in LA where it's yeah, like. like, Emmys are like huge. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah. and in LA, like, you could be at McDonald's and sitting across for across from like, you know, yeah. whoever, not even realize it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So they were like, no, that he's a he's an Emmy award. So taking pictures and stuff like that. But like in Oklahoma, it's like, oh yeah, that's the only good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they don't care, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah but that that is that's that's crazy, dude. Like that that's something, you know, those are moments like nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. Regardless. Like that's something that you earn and you put in the work. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and, and, and that's that's yours. You and know? whenever I die, like in my obituary would say, like, you know Emmy Award winner. He was an like, like like man, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's I got huge, homies man. who passed away and all their set was like he was good at dominoes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, like like I've lived a life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like No, no, that's you know, real, man. That's so that's that's you know that's really what it's about. Like you're a father, man, and, and you know I'm I'm not a father, but I have younger siblings, and and you know I got nieces and nephews, and I know that my ultimate like when people ask me personally, I was like, man, like, what's your goal? Yeah. And my my goal honestly is to like travel the world with my missus and eat fine dishes. Like that's really what I want to do. Yeah, no you know doubt. I mean? Like that's that's it. Like because I mean the money, all this stuff, it don't you know whatever. Like you can't take it with you. But I really want to be in a position where I can do what I what I love to do every day, mm-hmm. get paid for it, and just travel the world. Yeah, no doubt. Like that's that's really what it's about for me. You know, um, what is that? What what's that goal for you, man? Because like I got your um your album right here. Everything was beautiful and nothing hurt. Like a picture of your daughter, and I know. Like, anybody that's on your Instagram know, like, you are a family guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's like, for you, what what's that ultimate goal for, for JB? The ultimate goal is just to be able to, you know, uh, make music and, you know, create create a, um, a good environment for my kids, you know, and, you know, be able to um, travel and take them with me and stuff like mm-hmm. that and, and just hang out and um, show them things, you know, that I didn't get to see and do as a kid. And um, just ha- like, like we were so, like, I was talking to my friend. I was telling, we were like talking about like stuff we did as a kid. But like, we 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 were so broke. Like we didn't even, we never went to like Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that as a kid. We never, you know, what I'm saying like we if we had cereal in the house, you know, what I'm saying like you know everybody want. Like you know, eat cereal in the morning when you're yeah, a kid. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. we didn't do stuff like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But um, so like, just to be able to, you know, and and I know if my mama could, she would have had us at Disney World, Disneyland, and yeah. all that. 
you know, if she could, you know. And I want to be able to take my, like, take trips with my kids like that and stuff. And, um, and just, you know, let them, let them, like, really be kids and not worry about, you know, stuff that I had to worry about when I was younger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a kid shouldn't have to worry about, you know, helping mom pay bills. And yeah, stuff like, like yeah, you, you know, have to worry about, like, you know, the lights being turned off. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's when we're, that's another thing is, you know, you know, not only take my kids, but like take my mom and yeah. do stuff with her that we didn't get through, we didn't get through when we were growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so that, like, that's my dream. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, living my, living off my passion is my dream. Mm-hmm. Living off my music is my dream, you know? And, um, and, like I, I, I don't think about when I say that. I don't think about like being, you know, rich and famous. I think about just, you know, making music, traveling, touring, and doing what I love in whatever capacity that that is, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, making a living off of it to where I can take care of my family and um, take care of them comfortably, you know, whenever. I wrote my first rap when I was seven, um, and at seven years old, you're not you're not thinking about, man. I'm gonna get some money. I'm gonna get cars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get honeys. Yeah. Especially you know whenever I was seven, because you know in the '90s, like you know rap wasn't even really like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. back then. So um, so I just I just loved rap, and I still feel the same today. It's just like I just love it, you know. And you know everything else is just you know. I feel like, you know, just stuff that that might come along with it, you know, and you know, a lot of ways can be a distraction. But I just feel like, with with what my dreams are, those things aren't included in my dreams. You know what I mean? You know, if I could just like I I'd rather just buy like a big huge, you know, van and a camper and just you know what I'm saying like go across the world. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah. and like do like workshops for kids at school during the day. And then, you know, perform at nighttime, you know what I'm saying, with my family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just do stuff like that. Like, that's like, th- those are the kind of things I dream about, you know what I mean? That's dope, man. That's, um, I love hearing that. I love hearing just, because it's, it's bigger than rap, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's so it's so much bigger than rap, and it's, it's not that facade that we hear and see, you know, on the mainstream media um, every day. Yeah. Like, and if you have a real conversation with a lot of rappers you'll get these same answers. Yeah, no doubt. You know, when they when they take the shield down and it's not about putting on a persona and selling the character, like yeah, when you no just doubt. talk to them, it's like, man, I just, you know, I just want to be able to do what I, what I love to do every yeah. day and, 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 you know, show my family around around the world. You know, yeah. that's, that's really what it's about. Um, look, bro, I haven't done this in a while because um, I haven't had a rapper in a while. I've been, mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of uh, over-the-phone stuff. Um, but you see this collection over here. Mm-hmm. We got this thing called Vinyl Conversations. Okay. So, keep it. I'll give you the simple rundown. What it is, I just want you to randomly pick three records. Okay. Give us a quick little story from each record. And then, if you could, it's on you. We're going to throw a record on, and you give us some bars. Okay. Freestyle, written, it don't matter. We just want to hear something from okay. you. Okay. going. This is. I haven't done this in, in, in a couple of months. People been... Well, actually, probably like a month or so. People been... Um, upset with me <laughs> so we're gonna bring it back so yeah man um check it out like you you got a collection of it. yeah you okay. can come over here and pick it out so um i'm gonna try to narrate this while jb is um picking out records 
what I want you to do now, you got those records, so um, come on the mic. Let us know what you got in your hand. Um, and if you can, give us a quick little story. It can be, you know, whatever comes to mind when you see those records is what, I, you know, what I'm looking for. What if I don't know the record? If it, well, you know, look at the cover. What does the, co- the cover tell you? I'm okay. Sure, you know, it's something, whatever it reminds you of. Okay. Well, um, the first one is uh, Roy, Roy, Roy Hamilton. And it says, With My Love. Looks like probably like a mid to late 80s joint. Let me see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think what's on on that Roy Hamilton. But it look. I mean, he's it's a black dude. He like he probably spit some soul, sing some soul or something like that. Music arranged by and conducted by Neil Hefty. I don't know. I gotta look Roy Roy Hamilton up though. But um, yeah. So I don't know. He's sitting on the beach. I think yeah. Well, he got. <laughs> Homie got the uh, got the heart with the arrow going through it in the in the sand. In the sand, though, he killed him though. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of fresh man, you know. Got the the cardigan joint. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look him up for sure, and let's see what label is this. Epic. He was on Epic. Back yeah, so he probably somebody that should. Even, I probably, you know, sometimes you know songs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't know who sings them or who sing them, so that might be one. I I might even know one of his songs because like. Like when it comes to like old school joints, mm-hmm. um, like I like I'm really 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 well versed in old school because just you know my mom my pops and you know it's listened to a lot of that and so did I. So. All right. What else you got? We have Civil Twilight, Holy Weather. Oh yeah, that's um that's an indie indie um label joint. I don't even think that one been open. Yet. No, it hasn't. It. It's definitely pretty new. Um, is it hip hop? Uh, no, I think it's like indie pop, man. Um, record label. Uh, man, I don't want to uh, wind up records. I believe they okay. uh, sent me a nice little package. Um, it it kind of reminds me of something like um, I th- when I first saw it, I thought it was something by how the lettering is. Yeah. it reminded me of Blue for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, maybe shout out to Blue too. Yeah, that's the homie. But um. It looks interesting. I like it. Probably dope. They got a. I I like the like the title. Holy weather. Yeah. So I might like that. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, man? And of course we got my favorite of all time, Michael Jackson Thriller album. And um, funny thing about Thriller is I didn't really care for the Thriller song or the or the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt it was too long and. The Sodders didn't like the song that that much, but everything else on here go hard. Yeah. Um. Man. Uh. I could think about something I like in every song, but one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite is that I used to listen to all the time was "The Girl Was Mine" with Paul McCartney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why. I just felt like it was just it was kind of chill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a real low key chill yeah. song. And of course, uh, human nature. But yeah, that I mean, it's no, and it's epic as well, of course. But it's no, it's no secret about how awesome this album is. And yeah, yeah. What's funny is last night I was at my homegirl house, and um, she had this Michael Jackson book, mm-hmm. like a memorabilia book that she bought, and it like had his wheel in it and everything. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. So I was just looking at all this stuff last night about Michael Jackson. 
Cause I I love Michael Jackson, man. Like yeah, that that dude, he's a a true innovator of uh, dope music, man. Yeah, just all and, around, and not just dope music, like black music. Like I have yeah. a tattoo on my on my arm of Michael Jackson. It said it says thank you, just cause like like he really, yeah. I'm saying like for you know he he I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for being you know a black musician and opening yeah. so many doors for black people as as musicians. And um, and I just think he's dope. I was at, I was in, I was on tour. I think I was in like Columbus, Ohio, or Cleveland. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the seasons, Ohio. And you know how like at some bars and some things they have like TVs on. Yeah, yeah. And um, they were the the bar was playing uh, was playing um, this is it, mm-hmm. the Michael Jackson movie, the yeah. last one about the concert and whatnot, and. This dude is in there. He's just like I'm watching it, enjoying it, loving it, and this dude is uh, like just going off, like just talking trash on Michael, man. Oh man! And I'm just trying. I'm just sitting there ignoring it for so long, and he just he's just like you know just going off, you know the usual stuff, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like what's wrong with him? Look how he, look how he looks. He's you know uh, you know just disrespectful, like yeah. saying some stuff I I can't even repeat, and. You know, I just, you know, I just calmly turned to him and I said, listen, bro, you say one more thing about Michael Jackson, I'm going to drop you. Yeah. Bottom line, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to drop you for real, bro. And he got his stuff <laughs> and got the heck out of there yeah. for real. But I was serious. Like, I'm like, my man is gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I was already having a moment anyway, just yeah. watching it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's one of, my, one of my favorite, um, favorite movies with him in it because he says, he says a lot of lot of deep, profound stuff people I think people missed. Like one of my favorite parts is is like he was talking to somebody and he was like, um he's like, People I wanna say, uh, they didn't do this, they don't do this, mm-hmm. they should do this. They he's like, Who who's they? He's like, Who's they? He's like, There's no they, it's you. It's like it's like you, it's us, it's it's me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking, dang, that's so real, like yeah. Like the, you know what I mean? Like who is they? You know what I mean? And like we we get so caught up and we go, man, they trying to do this to me, and they it's like no, like what part of it do you take responsibility responsibility for yourself though? Yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And he also and one thing he also does is like whenever he would get on to people for different stuff, he would say, you know, whatever he tell like he's like, man, you doing that move? Or I want you to do this, do this, do this, do this. He go with love. Yeah. And I was like, dang, like that's so like you know what I mean? Like like like. We take those kind of things for granted in people, you know what I mean? Like, like that's like that's so real to to you know want somebody to do something, but not only want them to do it, but like if you're gonna do it, do it with love. You know what I'm saying? And not with love, but I'm saying like I love you as well. You know what I'm saying? I love you, but do it like this. You know what I'm saying? And we don't and people aren't like that no more. You know what I mean? And and not only are people not like that. But somebody who was so big and so influential, who was like that, is gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I just like I was I was watching that thing, having a moment. You know what I mean? I'm just like, dang, Mike. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know I'm watching him go, yeah, dude, with love. And then this man sitting next to me just going off and just you know what I'm saying, just talking bad about him. And I said, listen, bro, you say one more thing, I'm gonna drop you. Yeah, and for it real. Was, it was just it was that conviction of just like, man, I couldn't take it, man. Take it. Yeah, and, and it's like, and the man is gone. Like that's that's and one he's thing. gone. He's gone. Like, like if he's here, it's, it's different. Yeah, like, it's one gone. thing. It's one thing if a, if a man is here, and you know they can defend themselves, or you know they still have opportunity to redeem themselves and what yeah. they've done. But 
it's a whole other thing if that person is gone. You know what I mean? And where I come from, like, whenever the people we love and respect die, we honor them. You know what I mean? And and I honor Michael. You know, I just felt like that dude was being so dishonorable and so disrespectful. And I was ready to throw down for Mike, for yeah, real. Yeah. For real. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, man. So, like, you know, Michael Jackson Thriller, like, that's, you know, like, I like whenever people, whenever people break records that he set, I get mad. I'm like, yeah. dang, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's how much I love Michael. Because you'll, you'll see, like, so-and-so just so, so many more, this, 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 and then Thriller. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nah, man, like, leave that. Like, let that, let that be. Like, leave Mike that, got leave that alone. That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dang. But um, you know the game is a whole lot, whole lot different now, and it it it's still it, you know it takes people you know what I'm saying ten fifteen years to sell Michael sold in yeah. weeks you know what I'm saying so I'm not even worried about it man like Michael is who he is and you know he gonna like you know out there there are three year olds and four year olds mm-hmm. that never even seen never even got to you know yeah. be a part of like him being alive and being a part of you know the music industry that love him. Yeah, that that, music, that love them, you know, and um, and you know, whenever my kids get older, I can tell them like, I remember when this happened. Yeah. I remember Michael did this. I remember watching this. You know, I remember there was a few weeks ago, um, maybe a few months ago, twenty the the Motown twenty five came on, mm-hmm. and my daughter she loves music, and um, like like I made it a point to like you know make her watch it you know yeah. what i mean because i mean like that's like when would they like they they showed it then but when are they gonna show it again yeah, yeah you know what i mean and not only that but it was so powerful they, they don't even make musicians like that no more you know what i mean you know michael was doing doing by himself what it takes like nine people to do now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah man yeah that's that's crazy man so look at this point, I'm sure we're gonna have to throw in that Michael, right? That's yeah, that we story like that. Yeah, we can throw in the Michael. You can give us a few bars, yeah. maybe be freestyle or written. Okay. Um, we just want to hear something from you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna put on this mic. Um, I don't know what record I'm gonna put on, but we're gonna go with something. Okay. We're gonna go with something, something that got preferably something that has a little more. Um, instrumental to it, but uh, let's see. Well, you know, some since you said it, why not? <laughs> so yeah, once you hear it, man, you know. Okay. Give us the bar. Yeah. Uh. Popped her CD and repeat again Her favorite song played over Set and wasted time She would love when she got older Music kept growing Just blowing I keep on going Cause the words just showing uh. And the beats keep on bumping Michael Jackson Cause I wanna be starting something And she's so fine Yeah uh. And the uh. And she can read my mind too JB on the mic Who knows what I'm gonna do Uh yeah, and she's mine. Yeah, and she's so fine, intertwined in time. I realized that I gotta make a mind. Uh, yeah, trying to figure out the action. 
Paul McCartney, a little bit of Michael Jackson. I'm rapping, JD got the words. Do it like that, spit a free verse. Uh, yeah. A quick 16, who knows what I mean? Don't mean a whole lot, let the words just drop. And all in due time, yeah. The girl will be mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all they can get, man. That's it. Like, hey, look, I didn't expect for you to go ahead and just like um, allow Mike to give you the ad lib. Too. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. That, that's dope, man. That's dope. But look, bro, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate everything, man. This weekend, man. Like, you know, being down here showing some love to the city. Man, thank you. Know? you. I had so much fun. Like, I did some like I. <laughs> this, yeah. This tell, was, tell me about your trip, man. Man, uh, I can't say everything I did. <laughs> Cause my homies took me to some places I I probably shouldn't have myself in. Gotcha. <laughs> but um, I I just like well you you got to meet Chops mm-hmm. and Chops one of the people that I as soon as I met him about maybe six seven years ago we just clicked you know and we just been you know just bros ever since so it was good to just come in like spend a you know a a good amount, you know, a few solid days with him. And it yeah. was it was my birthday, it was his birthday, and also my other homie, uh, Big Hog's birthday as well. And so we just, you know, just hung out, went to some parties. Um, I have some friends here from Oklahoma. We met up with them. They had some friends from D.C. We met up with them. Okay. In North Carolina, so we met up with them. And we just, we just pretty much just, um, you know, I, I guess maybe like a little vacation, really, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, ate a lot of food and just... Visited some some cool spots and just just hung out, man. Came and rocked the show with you and met some cool some cool um, some new some new cast. That, like I'm just like I'm love like I've been on I've been on fleet with Fred's uh, SoundCloud ever since yeah. that night, you know. Yeah. And me and him are gonna get down some stuff too. So man, it was just it's just been a fun trip, man. I I love Atlanta. This is probably like my my first time actually coming and having more time to do not music stuff. Cause usually if I come, it's like a festival or just a show, and I'm here and I'm I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, this time we just hung out, man, and just cruised around and had fun. And I'm just, I was just blessed to be able to come and be able to, you know, just be a part of what all the stuff that's cracking down here. Cause it was definitely cracking. And, yeah, man. You know, I came and seen some honeys, fell in love, and <laughs> didn't talk to them, but just watched them. You know what I'm saying? Like all that. Sounds so, like you were at um at um one of those special spots. Yeah, man, like <laughs> Yeah, man, like I don't belong in places like that, but <laughs> but it was definitely an experience, you know, and um you know, and I'm just like I said, I had fun, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, look, bro, I appreciate you coming through, man. It, it's definitely been a treat. Um this here is one of one of those uh classic episodes man like we we went back and you know gave the people the old fans of, of the podcast uh, you know i brought this style back because you know i told you i kind of switched it but I, yeah. I felt like today was a special episode and i wanted to make sure that i gave the people an opportunity uh to hear your voice man and hear the things that you had man, to i say. really appreciate it. and that's one thing i i will say is that you know people like you um i'm just so grateful for because you do what you do, but you don't have to, mm. you know. And, you know, I, I think a lot of times it goes unappreciated, 
you know, and you know how a lot of times, you know, people who do what you do, they get popping and they get popular and then they, they feel like they the they the performer, they the they the they the they're the rapper, they're the talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Often. And and I know a lot of them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I I you know I can go on a list of people that you know um, that really cared in the beginning and now because they did care that people really messed with them, like artists mm-hmm. really messed with them, and it helped big their name up. But like now they're you know they don't even care about artists anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I just appreciate it because you don't have to do what you do, and you don't you don't have to be that guy who, you know, um, has a passion to, you know, help further, you know, causes like the one I have, you mm-hmm. know, or you know, help further the causes and the passions like the ones that you know Fleetwood Fred has. You know what I'm saying? And and I just appreciate it, you know. And I just I I just thank you for being, you know, that kind of person and not a me person, but a a we person. You know, it's and, dope, man. I, I um thank you. Thank you for that. Like, no doubt, like for man. real. Like it it um it's always good to hear when you're appreciated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and I know that's one thing. Like I, I've always had trouble of not saying thank you but accepting that because mm-hmm. I'm such a, a wee person. Like yeah. for me, you saying that is a is very greatly appreciated. In my head it's like that's why I'm here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No so doubt. it's like like I Yeah. This just it's just what I do. Like I'm I'm all about trying to help the people, especially when you got something good going mm-hmm. on, like you know what I mean, and you're not just delivering trash to the people, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So, whenever I come across people that that can really genuinely like, not even just in music, just in life, like if you got something to offer in life, man, like I can rock with you. Like if no you ain't doubt. got nothing to offer in life, I'm gonna keep it cordial. No doubt. But you know, it's like I just, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got yeah, you're not that, for so. me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's that's what it is, man. So, yeah, man. Like so, y'all listen to the Straight Out of Damn podcast. If y'all are listening to this on SoundCloud. That's great. I appreciate it. I would love, absolutely love for you to subscribe on iTunes. Um, it's very simple to do. You can click the subscribe link. Uh, go there and um, rate, review the podcast. Uh, let me know what you like about it. Let me know what you don't like about it. I just want to hear from you. Um, so, yeah, that's it, man. Um, JB in the building. Um, excuse me. Emmy award winning. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, that, that, it, it is what it is, bro. Like that, <laughs> that, that, that's what it is. So look, like I always say, man, if you listen to this podcast and you have a dream man, pray on that dream, research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Good straight out of the den. He's JB. We out. Peace.